It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. This is it, L&M filters. This is it, something new. Now two sizes. L&M filters, new king size and regular too. This is it, L&M filters. L&M filters with the miracle tip. No cigarette ever went so far so fast as L&M filters. And with the new king-size L&Ms, there's no telling where they'll stop. Yes, L&Ms are sweeping the country, and the reason's simple. No filter compares with L&Ms' exclusive miracle tip for quality or for effectiveness. Notice how easy it draws. Yes, only L&M gives you effective filtration, and no other cigarette has it. Our statement of quality goes unchallenged. L&M is America's highest quality and best filter tip cigarette. For much more flavor, much less nicotine, buy L&M's, king size or regular, both at the same low price. One way to get quick delivery on your morning mail is to sit in the front steps and wait for the mailman. Another way is to sit in the living room and say, Any mail today, Molly? What do you leave us? Anything? No, just another one of these. Oh, Oh, that library again, huh? Yes. When are you ever going to return that book they keep asking for? Uh, We've gotten enough of these notices to pay for the attic. Oh, I'll return it. If I can ever find the dad ratted thing. I've been looking for it off and on for six months. Well, you better find it soon. This notice is edged in black. Ah, uh, that's that Doris Callahan. She just did that for a joke. Maybe, but this small print here on the bottom is no joke. What's it say? Read it to me. It says, attention, deadbeat. Ah, <laughs> oh, cut it out. <laughs> no, it says, attention, delinquent member. The book listed here on must be returned to this library or paid for within seven days or we shall be forced to turn this matter over to the district attorney's office for legal proceedings. What? Says this is your last notice. Fondest regards to you and Molly, signed Doris Callahan, assistant librarian. Well, how do you like them apples? Stabbed in the back by one of our own friends. After all the times we've had her over here for dinner with Doc Gamble... Twice, twice to be exact. Oh. Mm -hmm. Besides, she's doing her job, McGee. So this is the way she values our friendship. Turning me into the DA's office. Oh, she isn't turning you in. She's just sending you your last notice. You said it. After all, this is about the 14th one she sent you, isn't it? 18th. I'll take her dad read a book back if I can ever find it. And if it hadn't have been for her, I wouldn't have lost it. If it hadn't been for her... She recommended it, didn't she? If she hadn't have recommended it, I wouldn't have brought it home in the first place. I was in the library, see, with Doc Gamble looking for something, and I forgot what I was looking for, and then I remembered it was my hat. And then she remembered I didn't have a hat on when I came in, and then Doc Gamble remembered I left it at his office, and that's when Miss Callahan said to me, here's a book you ought to read. She said, how to improve your memory, she said, by Elgar. How to improve your memory, is that the name of it? Yeah. Doggone it, if I had that book now, maybe I could remember what I did with it. I've ransacked this house every time I get a notice. Seventeen times. It's no use. It's gone. Are you sure you didn't lend it to somebody? Positive. I didn't have time to lend it to anybody. 
The day I brought it home was the day I lost it. That was six months ago. <laughs> well, there's only one thing to do, McGee. We'll go down there and pay your fine and pay for the book. Oh, now, leave us not lose our heads, kiddo. Oh, let me see. Two cents a day, that's 60 cents a month. Six months, you only owe about 360. Yeah, but the book itself, that was a big fat book. They'll probably charge me six or seven bucks for a new one. Well, you did lose it. I know, but I'm not going to pay six or seven bucks. Hey, I know what. Come on, get your hat. Where are we going? We're going to trot downtown to the ye old book nook and buy us a used copy of How to Improve Your Memory. That's where. I should have thought of this long ago. Fine idea. Betcha. That was a used book when I took it out, and I'll give them a used book when I took it back. If they think they got me on the hook for six bucks for a brand new book when the book I took was a second-hand book, they're barking up the wrong taxpayer to see. Let's go and get the book. Some bookstore that Booknook joint is. They got nothing in there. Oh, no, I thought they had a pretty big stock, McGee. Oh, sure, sure. hundred thousand books, their ad says. And how many copies of How to Improve Your Memory? None. They just lost me for a customer, that's all. That'll ruin them. Did you ever buy a book there? No, and I never will, too, either, now. Come on, here's where we should have gone in the first place. Books, 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 Incorporated. It's the biggest bookstore in town. They'll have it in here. Come on. Yes, sir, folks, whatever it is you're looking for, if it's a book, we've got it. What did I tell you, Molly? Over one million books under this one roof. Oh, good. Uh, we're looking for a book called How to Improve Your Memory. It's wrote by a guy named Elgar, bud. If you've got a nice second-hand copy for around a buck and a half... We've I'm... got it, sir. Don't worry, we've got it. Remember, the Books, Books, Books Incorporated slogan, if it's a book, we've got it. Well, it's a book. We've got it. We'll take it. Where is it? If you'll show me what section it's in, I'll just... Oh, go... we don't classify our books by section, sir. We just throw them on the shelf as they come in. What? So you just start with the front shelf there and let the lady start at the back. And when you meet in the middle of the store, if you don't have the book you want, we'll try the other three floors. Because Books, Books, Books Incorporated what? has over one... Oh, minute... for the... Come on, Molly. Let's find another bookstore. Imagine that guy. You know, this may be a bigger job than I thought. <laughs> There's more fun with the McGee shortly. Ah, dependable, C, so dependable, A, dependable as can be. That's why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. You can't see RCA Victor dependability, but it's built into every tube and circuit of every RCA Victor television set. What you can see is the brightest, clearest, finest picture ever viewed on TV. The new RCA Victor all-clear picture. It actually gives you 212% improvement in picture contrast. See for yourself. Visit your RCA Victor dealer soon. And remember... It's dependable, C, so dependable, A, as dependable as can be. That's why every year more people buy... RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. Remember the world's best names for quality RCA and RCA Victor. Let's give it up, McGee. Oh, no, not yet. Come on. Here's another bookstore right down the street. I'll find a copy of that book. We've been to eight bookstores so far. How many more are there? This is the last one, honest. If I can't find how to improve your memory in this store, I'll give up. We'll go over to the library and pay for a new book. It's a deal. I'll get the door. 
Oh, look out, McGee. Uh, whoops, I'm sorry, sir. I'm afraid I didn't see you coming out. I do hope... Oh, you. Why don't you look where you're going, fatso? You see that, Molly? To strangers, he's polite. But as soon as he knew it was me... Are you all right, doctor? Is he all right? When a Mack truck hits a coaster wagon, you don't ask the truck how he is. You take a look at the wagon and see if it has any wheels left. Oh, you've been missing a few wheels for years, crumb brain. You aren't hurt. You had your head down. And if there's anything that can dent that solid block of granite you use for a skull, I'd like ha, to know. Ha, ha, ha. Now, now. Let's stop this childish nonsense. Yeah, let's stop it. Stop picking on me, Doc. <laughs> He's always picking on me. Get oh, me in trouble. Go on. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be looking for that library book right now. He was with me when Miss Callahan recommended it. He could have told What's me that... What's this about a library book Miss Callahan recommended? How to Improve Your Memory by Elgar. McGee borrowed it from the library doctor, and then he lost it. Now they want it back, and we've been to eight stores so far trying... Yeah, you remember, George. You were there. Miss Callahan claimed I had a bad memory, and I ought to read How to Improve Your Memory by some guy named Elgar. You've and... still got a bad memory, vacuum top. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The name of the book wasn't How to Improve Your Memory. No? It was Ten Ways to a Better Memory, and it wasn't by Elgar. It was by John Charles Elwood. It, it was? Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, now that you mention what? it... What? You mean we've been to all those stores asking for the wrong book? Looks that way to me. Yeah, boy, oh boy, what a break. That's wonderful. Wonderful? Yeah, now we can start all over again. Don't you see, Molly? That gives us eight more chances. Oh. Come on, kiddo. I'll find that book and save some money yet. I'll meet you at the library. All I'm interested in is saving my feet. Hey, Molly, I found it. I found it, kiddo. The very third place I went to the second time. Oh, thank heaven. I've been waiting here for over an hour, and those library steps are hard. Well, there's the book, Ten Ways to a Better Memory, by John C. Elwood. I got it for a buck and a half. Let's return the dad writer thing and get it off my mind. Now, you be nice to Miss Callahan. No nasty remarks like, we got your card, stool pigeon, yeah, or yeah. here's your book back, but I'll get you for this if it's the last thing I don't do. Don't you worry, don't you worry. I won't say anything. After all, she was just doing her job. That's what I said. Oh, that's where I heard it. Well, there she is over there at the desk. Hi, Miss Callahan. Well, Mr. and Mrs. McGee, how are you? Fine, Doris, and you? Oh, just fine. Haven't seen you in some time. I've missed you two. Well, thanks for keeping in touch, anyway. Dearie? Oh, you mean those delinquent notices? <laughs> I hope you aren't annoyed about that, Mr. McGee. I was only doing my job. That's, that's exactly, exactly what, what McGee said. said. Well, I'm glad you both understand. Oh, I see you brought the book back, Mr. McGee. Yeah. I'm afraid there's been a little accident, though. Accident? Uh, yeah. If you look inside, you'll find the little library envelope is missing. It uh, it uh, tore off, and I'm afraid it got lost. Oh, you are a sly one. Oh, that's all right. We'll just paste a new one back in and make out a new card. Things like that happen every time. Every time? Yes, every time someone loses a book and buys another one to replace it. Hmm. I see Blabbermouth Gamble has been in here. <laughs> it's perfectly legal, though. We're just interested in getting our books back. Oh, there. There's your card. Thank you. Now, does this mean I'm all paid up and in good standing and I can take out books again? Mm-hmm, that's right. Good. Because you got a book in this library I'm very interested in. Been dying to read it. Can oh. I take it out? Well, certainly. What is it? This one here. Ten Ways to a Better Memory by Elwood. Oh, not again. <laughs> I figure I can use a book like that, and you can carry it this time, Molly, so it don't get lost. Well, come on, let's go home. <laughs> We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. 
Let's leave Wistful Vista briefly and take a look at the sports world. This is John Wald with a reminder about NBC's outstanding coverage of the top boxing match of the week tomorrow night. It's a program called Cavalcade of Sports, and it takes you direct to ringside where Don Dunphy will be on hand with a blow-by-blow description of tomorrow's fight. The Cavalcade of Sports is presented every Friday night, covering the major boxing match of the week in all its excitement and tension. And on the subject of sports coverage, now that autumn is well on its way, the thrilling spectacle of college football has everybody in its grip once again. Here at NBC, we've got the football fever, too. And beginning this Saturday afternoon, you'll hear an on-the-spot description of the top game of the day. It's NBC's direct report to you of the nation's most exciting gridiron battle. And you'll hear every bit of it, from opening whistle to the last play, this Saturday and every Saturday afternoon on NBC. Hey, Molly, what is it that's about an inch long, has eight feet of tail with fur on it, makes a clicking noise, and flies? I'm sure I don't know, dearie. Well, it's in the kitchen on the sink. So if you'd care to take a look at oh, it... Oh, no, good heavens. Get rid of it, McGee. You know I can't stand those things. <laughs> oh, you just made that up, didn't you? Yeah. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Mary Jane Croft as Doris Callahan, and Jack Crucian as the man in the bookstore. This is John Wald reminding you that we'll be back again Sunday night when Mr. McGee comes to the rescue of little Teeny. Be with us again on Sunday night. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on most NBC radio stations.